Hey, homies, this is Sarah. And I'm Ashley. And this is Hometown Homicide. <laughs> You're very chipper today. I just drank my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want more. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, we missed you too. Yes. Twice. Thankful for all of you. Yes, very thankful for all of you, especially in your patience with with us, me. It's just been... I told Casey that with work, and then I've gone down to Dad's a couple times, which I'm more than happy to, but driving makes me tired. And then I'm only there for like a day and a half where I have to turn around and drive back, and then I have to work right away, and then it's just like... It's a lot. Uh, it is. But then deer season started, so he was busy on the weekends, and I was giving it a break so I could, like, recoup, so, you know. But we're here. We're back. We are. We're here. We're still thinking about crime. Not doing it, but, you know, about the stories. You know what I mean. Oh, yep, and there's one that's been on my mind for the last two weeks, and I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but we'll get into that. Um, but thanks for your patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, sorry, we will try. We are working on coming back to regularly programmed schedule. Yes, trying to like maybe bank a couple episodes here and there so we can fill in gaps if we need to or whatever. But um, which Ashley had an idea separately last week, and I saw she posted it on our Instagram reel. <laughs> She's got like, oh fuck, what did I do? Things like in her eyes. Um, Black Friday, Cyber oh, Monday yes. sale, which we're recording this Cyber Monday. I'll extend the sale for like another week. So it's 15% off, no code needed on our Etsy store. HH, what? Evidence Locker. Wow, I'm having a stroke. It's fine. Um, but yes, 15% off. Sale's already on there. I'll extend it. So uh, if anybody needs to get some gifts for anybody, then, you know. For, for any true homies out there. Yeah, you know. And also, mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned it before, but we're now on Amazon Music. Mm-hmm. So you can listen on your, you know, devices. I won't say her name, even though she's always listening <laughs> always. to me. Um, you can also try Amazon Music for free, uh, 30 days. There is a link on our Twitter. It's in one of the posts. Otherwise, just go to hometownhomicide.com. Right under listen, you'll see try free click on that you do get a free trial of amazon music i do like it personally because i get all my podcasts early i get the early access to like morbid which is the main one that i use it for but i do get them about a week earlier than everybody else with amazon music so try it free hometownhomicide.com you'll see the banner right there not that it's important but that reminded me Morbid's got a sale on their merch right now for Ooh. holiday stuff. Dad had asked me what I wanted. I'm like, I don't know. I'll figure something out. And then yesterday I'm like, well, there's these that I would like, but you know, this is just some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, I didn't know about the sale. didn't see it. didn't think about it, whatever, till yesterday. And it's only through today. But I was like, oh, fuck. They've got a stocking cap with Morbid on it and a cute shirt and stuff. Like, we also have a stocking cap. It does not say morbid, but it does say it does hometown say, homicide. It does say hometown homicide on it. And my coworker was wearing it the other day. I'm like, nice hat. She's like, I know. I got it from some weird person. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> Speaking of weird persons, people's me. Oh, yeah. She's got a tooth necklace. <laughs> yeah. 
If you yeah. follow her on, did you post it on Instagram? Which my Insta posts go to Facebook too. So oh. yeah, but you um, have to be your friend to be see it on Facebook. This is true. Yes. So Instagram. Yes. Um. Yeah, my friend at work was had a broken tooth that was infected, and she needed it. Gross. Removed. That's so gross. Oh my <laughs> I gosh. I cleaned it, and she that does yuck. I hate <laughs> teeth. Like. Uh, mm. Also, before I could even get the question out, saying, hey, Maddie, when you get your tooth out, she's like, yes, you can freaking have it. I'm like, sweet. And I didn't know it was going to be like so broken, which is fine, because then when I saw it, I'm like, hmm, hmm, what can I do with this? Yeah, I made it look like a human tooth diode. There's sparkles in it now. It's, it's it very it Sarah. <laughs> it, it's very yeah. Sarah. Yeah. To me, I, yuck. I've never Dude, you asked. Know, you want to know yuck? I got a little shot glass and I filled it about halfway with peroxide and dunked that sucker in it. It was bubbling like I put Alka-Seltzer in it. It kept going. I set it down and like took a nap because it was bubbling. I'm like, it's going to take a minute. Yuck. Anyways, I'm not trying to yuck your yum, but. No, it's gross. It's weird. I know. That's fine. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know why teeth. That are no longer in someone's mouth or just, well, sometimes teeth in people's mouth gross oh, me out. Yeah. But it is just, ugh. Seeing them, like, in horror movies get, ooh, that that and cutting the Achilles heel, those two Mm-mm. get me. Those two get me. But, I mean, it was already out of her mouth. I didn't have anything to do with the removal, so. Touche. Okay. <laughs> um, morbid. <clears throat> they went ghost hunting, whatnot. And they were talking about the Velisca Axe House murder house. Mm-hmm. And how they want to go to it and go to it. I'm like, look. Away. This is my call out to Morbid. Collab. If you, if you come to Iowa, we will take you to Edinburgh Manor. But we need to know in advance because we do have to like book it. And reserve it and stuff. And then you guys can go to Velisca. I don't want to go to Velisca. I, mean, I, I do. want to go to Velisca. I do, but I'm, I'm scared. Um, if it was a collab, that would be way fun. I don't think we're big enough for a collab with Morbid, but that ah, would be super awesome. that, bitch. I will manifest it. If anyone wants to, like, tag Morbid and yeah. let them know, like, we are in an I... Wow. We are in Iowa. We can take you to... You have to go to Edinburgh Manor. You have to. That place is so awesome. And stuff has happened there. Watch Ghost Adventures. Because it was an insane asylum. It was, yes. yes. Okay, that's what I thought. And then maybe we can go to Velisca with you. Yeah. I'm sure that. you want to go with some like other bigger ghost hunters. We're not ghost hunters. Well, we're like, we're, we're Iowans. We're the locals here. Exactly. Which, you know, exactly. Like, if we were going to go to Massachusetts, we'd go to the experts over there, which would be morbid. Exactly. So anyways, I wanted to like shout that out. Morbid, if you come to Iowa. Morbid. Do not leave us hanging. Morbid, morbid, morbid. I know we'll probably never be as good as you. I get morbid, that. Morbid, morbid. I wanted. I mean, I've been wanting to write them uh, multiple stories anyway. But after listening to the butcher and the wren uh, on my Thanksgiving trip, I definitely wanted to. I need to write in, and then I want to do a little blurb that they can't read on the air, so it doesn't do any spoilers for anybody. But to like Elena, that she can read. Like, hopefully, she would at least read it. But yeah. You should. But anyways, I wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. How cool would that be? It'd be fucking dope as hell. Now, if we could just get like a million like subscribers on YouTube or like 
on TikTok so that mm-hmm. they would notice us, that would be really, really helpful. Because mm-hmm. Ash and I would get along. We're both Geminis. We're both Ashes. <laughs> I don't go by Ash, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's do it. And I'm much taller than Elena. No offense. I mean, I'm not a giant, but she's petite and wee. But yeah, any hooty duty. All right. So today is not going to be like a normal, lesser known crime, but I wanted to talk about this because it is so out there and it's developing like every single day. I feel like this case is. So if you know what I'm talking about, actually Morbid discussed it a tiny bit on today's episode. Um, But I mean, it's been two weeks now since the and Sarah doesn't really know anything about this, by yeah, the way. I didn't, I didn't. So she's going to be I'm not hearing about this. this. And I, this has been on my mind. I, every single day I'm watching a TikTok. I'm listening to the news because this is so bizarre. Um, so the Idaho murders, those, it's been two weeks yesterday, um, since the quadruple homicide. So the four University of Idaho students, um, Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Goncalves, Zaina, Carnoodle and Madison Mogan. If you have not been following this case, those four students were stabbed to death on November 13th in their off-campus home in Moscow, Idaho. Hmm. Moscow, Idaho is the home of the University of Idaho, so it's a college community. It's very small. For me, a small population, especially for college community, is it's just over 25,000. Um, And as you can imagine, the killings have left this community feeling very unsettled. Moscow has not seen a murder since 2015. Mm, Wow. Okay. Do you know, sorry, I'm throwing shit at you. Uh, How how much of that population are students? I don't know. I didn't, I I wasn't really looking into more like the population, but it is Mm -hmm. very college community. I mean, it's the University of Idaho. So to me, it reminds me of the University of Iowa. So Iowa City, Iowa City is huge. Yeah, I was just gonna say that is interesting that it's the university of that state and it's that small of a, I guess I don't really know necessarily what big cities are in Idaho because I've never been compared to. Bill, no, that's Montana. Mm Mm-hmm. So Boise, Idaho, now Moscow, Moscow or Moscow, I think Russia every time, but um, now they're on the map because I had no, I had no idea this town existed. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, unless, of course, you know about the University of Idaho, they're not in the Big Ten. Yeah. So for me, like sports-wise. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're close enough to be an out-of-conference rival of any sort. So, exactly. Yeah. But... In all the videos, like, they show the, you know, their water tower. To me, if I saw that without, with zero context, I'd be like, oh, Iowa City? Because it's a, the water tower has a big eye on it, and it's black and yellow. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, Iowa City. No, it's Idaho. Um, so the off-campus home where the murders took place, it's where Kai, or excuse me, it's where Kaylee, Zana, and Madison and two other roommates lived. Ethan was Zayna's boyfriend, and he was just staying over that night. Mm-hmm. So he did not live there. The two other roommates did survive the awful attacks, and they say that they slept through 
four people being stabbed. The house that this happened in is known to be a party house. And lots of, you know, probably four or five days a week, there was a party. Mm-hmm. Town where university is at, that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Also, the front door did have a, like a keypad. Mm-hmm. So you would type in a code to unlock the door. Apparently, a lot of people knew that code. Mm-hmm. They gave it to friends. Mm-hmm. People and would come and go. give it to other people. And yeah. So anyways, they were four... College students were stabbed to death. Two surviving roommates. And they didn't get hurt, like, because they slept through it, so they weren't hurt at all. Correct. Okay. All right. So here's what we know as of today. And let me try to explain this. If you, if you again, if you're not following this case, the house that this happened in has a very, very weird setup. All right. So... I was just showing Sarah the layout of the house, what it looked like, because it it was a rented house, three stories. So you had the main floor. That's where like the, the front door would be with that keypad. You would then have the second story that had sliding glass doors in the back. So you could enter into the kitchen from the second story. And then you had the third story. So six bedrooms, two on each floor. The two surviving Roommates were on the main floor. Zayna and Ethan were on the second floor. Kaylee and Madison were on the third floor. Just to try to map that out for you. Mm -hmm. Um, So the killings obviously took place on the second and third floor. Mm -hmm. They think that they happened sometime after 3 a.m. They have a whole timeline. Mm -hmm. No forced entry. They believe they had to have entered through the second story sliding glass door. Now... They also thought maybe they knew them and they had the code to get in. But that's where the two other roommates were. Mm -hmm. So that's why they think they came in through the second story doors. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, a number of people do have that code to the door. Uh, The victims were likely asleep during the attack. Though some did have defensive wounds. So uh, Zaina did have on her hand, like she fought back. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, each were stabbed multiple times um, with a, a knife, mm-hmm. which we'll get into th- more about the murder weapon. There is no suspect or person of interest at this time. So still today, there is no person of interest. Okay. No motive has been identified. Mm-hmm. But they did think that this was targeted in an isolated attack. And they told everybody to not be alarmed, like this was targeted. They've completely backtracked that now. That statement has been backtracked, and they are now telling people to be um, aware of their surroundings, lock their doors, whatnot. Okay. So, from, hey, no need to fear. I mean, obviously, they don't want to put fear and panic into the community, but... Targeted to, eh, okay, maybe not. Mm. The murder weapon was a large fixed blade knife. Mm-hmm. Has not been found. I don't know if I said that. No, you didn't. Okay. You just so said the, a knife. <laughs> the murder weapon, a large fixed blade knife, not been found. Mm-hmm. So they kind of compared it to like what you'd go hunting with. Like if, it, if you were to yeah. fillet a fish or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how you fillet fish, so don't ask me. They're saying one singular knife? That's what they're thinking. Okay. But if you all have noticed my mm-hmms and my mm Because how do you kill four people with one knife? And, I mean, yes, but also, especially because the one is a couple... If you stab one of those two people, the other one's probably going to wake up. How do you subdue both of them at the same time as a singular person with a singular knife? Great theory. With all of the, and all, and, and. Someone's getting worked up. I mean, I could, if they wanted to stick with a targeted theory, uh, okay, maybe, but backtracking it to not, why wouldn't they have killed everybody in the house? Great question. So... Again, we don't know everything. This is still an ongoing active investigation. What the theories are that I have heard is, okay, if it was targeted, which one of the four was the target? Mm -hmm. Who was it? You also have to think, this is a college community. It's a Saturday night. They were found on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So it happened like early Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. They, which we'll get into the timeline, but they were out that night before. Mm -hmm. There, there's actual video of Kaylee and Madison at a food truck at 1.45 in the morning. Mm-hmm. They were the ones on the third floor. Yes. Okay. Ethan and Zayna were on the second floor. They were at a frat house party. Okay. Or a sorority. If I, I I'm sorry. I don't know. They got home around 1.45 as well. Mm-hmm. So if they had been drinking, even though only one was of age, but it is college. Gosh. If they had been drinking and they were you know, like for me, if I've been drinking, I'm out. Like I'm out, out. <laughs> Not much is going to wake me up. Mm-hmm. Could that have been why they didn't hear it? Well, well, that's what I was thinking too. Like they're on a different floor, so that's a little bit helpful. But if they're used to having parties and stuff and there's screaming or yelling or music or whatever, I mean like getting murdered, screaming and fun Woo girl screaming are different things, but was there any screaming? Well, I knew that too. But they, in general, the loud noises, they might have just been super immune to it. Or if they had been drinking and they passed themselves out, like they wouldn't necessarily hear, yeah, other people either. And they were on, the, like I said, a, another floor. Mm-hmm. Another thing in which I has not been like, has not been confirmed okay. if the other two roommates on the main floor, if their doors were locked. So if they went to sleep and locked their door, maybe they did try to get in there. I say they because they don't. Honestly, they said it could be one person. It could be more than one person. They don't know. If if those two roommates, they did try to get in. It was locked. So they just went upstairs. Yeah. Or if they did come in through that second story. I was going to say floor and story. Second story sliding glass door. Mm-hmm. And Zayna and Ethan were sleeping there. They got them first and then went upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the weapon has not been found. They searched all the dumpsters. They've checked in the like tree area behind them. I was going to say forest, but it's not a forest. Again, the two roommates that survived were home during the stabbings. Investigators are looking extensively into reports um, that Kaylee had a stalker. So that was another thing. Mm. Some are saying that Kaylee had a stalker, but 
as of yesterday, they're not finding anything to collaborate that report. Hmm. Um, Investigators do not believe that the surviving roommates were involved in the killings. There were a lot of rumors going around on the interwebs that, oh, you need to look into them, blah, 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 blah. But you can't. They went through a tragedy as well. Right. And and unfortunately, that's how people are. They either, they're either on one side of things or the other, and the other side is, they lived there. Why didn't they? So, and here's yeah. why that's been going around. So, the 911 call wasn't made until 1158, 11.58 that morning. Okay. So, they think this happened after 3 a.m., mm-hmm. But again, they're college students. You know, they're out at the bars mm-hmm. after a football game. You know, when you're young like that, sleep till noon. Right. Uh, college students aren't generally going to get up and go to church. They're going to sleep in. Right. And then start drinking again. If they do it right, yeah. So the 911 call was made from one of the surviving roommate's phone. They will not confirm the identity of who called. But... There were other friends at the house at the time of the 911 call. So the surv- the two roommates that were still there mm-hmm. summoned these friends to the house because they believed one of the victims pa- was passed out and was not waking up. So this is where it gets muddy and this is where I get confused. So you have four roommate, well, three roommates and a friend stabbed to death, blood everywhere. How do you get, oh, they're passed out and they're not waking up. They're just unconscious. That's, so then you call other people to come to the house. Well, did they get in the room and see them or did they, no are idea. they just assuming they're not coming to the door? They're, maybe they thought they were like. And that's what's Alcohol unclear. poisoning or something like that. That's what's very unclear. Hmm. So the 911 was call was made apparently multiple people were on the phone with 911 of a unconscious person Hmm. so police arrived they find four people brutally stabbed to death Mm -hmm. which uh, thoughts in my head so the basement dwellers are not they are just separate roommates the as far as anyone knows because there's two bedrooms on each floor Mm -hmm. do we know which roommate I would imagine the one room that murder happened in on the second floor mm-hmm. had to probably be above one of the other, you know what I mean? I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know. Like because directly floor, above? Yeah, like you would think maybe, but I mean, not necessarily. With the way it's set up, I don't know if it would be. I don't know if they're... Staggered, weird, yeah. whatnot. All right, just thoughts, just thoughts. Also that night, so going back to, I guess, early morning, not night, Madison and Kaylee were at a bar called the Corner Club in downtown Moscow. They are then seen at a food truck, and they left there around 145. Mm-hmm. So their stop at this food truck was all captured on video. Mm-hmm. This food truck live streamed their video like their footage mm-hmm. to twitch why i don't know is that a normal thing they do i apparently interesting 
Um, that seems like a very strange thing. Like, what do you, you have people watch drunk people come get food? Apparently, it's a thing. Mm. But, now I'm not blaming have... anything on the food truck. I'm just thinking that's a <laughs> fucking weird audience that you have. <laughs> hey, whatever works. Yeah. But, now we have a timeline of mm-hmm. Kaylee and Madison, at least. Mm-hmm. There is a man standing there. Everyone thinks he's got a white hoodie. It's, his hood's pulled up. They think that, like, he's watching them. To me, it just looks like he's standing there. Like, he's drunk, like he's standing there. Mm. Um, and then in other parts of the video, when Kaylee and Madison, like, walk away, he's like, oh, hey, puts his hand up and then, like, goes after them. But then he goes a separate way. Hmm. So, like, he was trying to say goodbye. Like, oh, you didn't say goodbye to me, maybe? Maybe he was, like, hitting on them or... It didn't look like that. It looked like he was like, oh, they left. Hey, by the way, bye. Hmm. Kind like the, you can see the video. Hmm. Um, so the police have interviewed that guy. Um, a private party gave them a ride home. That person was also interviewed, so they didn't take an Uber or Lyft. It was okay, someone was that they know. Okay. Um, the surviving roommates they returned from their night because they were out separately mm-hmm. around one a.m. All right, so Ethan and Zena were seen at the Sigma Chi house around 1.45 a.m. Um, I did see a news report, and it showed them standing in front of that house, mm-hmm. and you could see the murder house. I'm sorry, I'm calling it the murder house, but that's what happened. You can see it right behind. So it was walking oh, distance. Like close, okay. So they probably came home around the same time as Kaylee and Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaylee and Madison, they both called Kaylee's ex-boyfriend, Jack, multiple times. Up until 2.52 is when both of the calls stopped. Jack said he was sleeping. He has been ruled out. Um, They don't know if it... Some people speculate, like, they were trying to call him because something was happening. And that's why they were calling him. But you would call the police, not someone who's not answering. But they said Kaylee, when she got drunk, she would call someone over and over and over again. Even if it was, like... For something stupid, but she wanted like she would call she until you woke up. Mission. Yes, it would oh. just be like, oh my god, guess who I saw? It could be something as it, it it could be to be on on the other side of things. They weren't probably weren't sober. Have they revealed like that they were for sure like intoxicated or anything like that? They have not. Okay, they so, did look intoxicated on the food, food truck, truck thing, but I don't know them. Right, right. So you don't know how they normally act. But regardless, they, they might have been drunk. They might have not been. I know someone that forgot that they should call 911 when the apartment was possibly on fire. So there is that. And they were sober at the time. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying. You panic. That's and true. you don't You know, if shit happens. But but yeah, if, if she's one of those people that's like determined to get a hold of someone... To tell them something. But calls were made both from her phone and Madison's phone. And also, Kaylee and Jack, like, they were together for five years. They did, Mm. they were taking, like, a break. They got along. They shared a dog together. Um, The family of Kaylee was like, Jack had nothing to do with this. Um, I'm sure the cops already pinged his phone to see where he was at at that time. Oh, I'm sure. And, yeah. (laughs) All right. So, as of now... They have 113 pieces of physical evidence. Apparently, this crime scene had whoever did this, if it was one or two people or three people, we don't know, 
left mountains of evidence, mm. which Should I don't think they good. should be saying that, but uh-huh. maybe scare this person yeah. or people, them or they, and it's going to take them a while to get through. So they also have taken over 4,000 photos of the crime scene. They have processed more than a thousand tips. Again, the possibility there may have been more than one perpetrator. So the officers did locate Kaylee's dog at the house. The dog was unharmed. It has been confirmed the dog was at the home at the time of the murders, which brings up another question that other people have. Why did the dog not bark? Yeah. Did the dog know the person? Maybe the dog doesn't bark at strangers because there's so many people in and out of that house. Mm-hmm. It was a golden doodle. You can They're see. They're usually the- friendly as fuck and are like, oh, hi. <laughs> They're not. I mean, I, I don't own one, but I groom enough right. dogs and dog breeds to know that they're usually very, like, happy-go-lucky. And then, yeah, if they're around a visit, like, bajillion people all the time, they probably wouldn't have barked. So, at first, people were saying that the dog was not there, that Jack had the dog, but, no, the dog was at the home. Uh, the University of Idaho is hosting a candlelight vigil for Wednesday, November 30th. To honor their memories, Ethan, Zena, Madison, and Kaylee. All right, so here's everybody that has been ruled out as of right now. So the man seen with Kaylee and Madison in the video at the food truck. Talk to him. Nope. The man that gave them a ride home. Ruled out. Both of the roommates that were there ruled out. The friend who the friends who were called to the house the morning of the killings. Ruled out. And then Jack. He's been ruled out. But now there are many theories of what could have happened. So they've been getting a lot of calls about a 1999 double stabbing in Pullman, Washington, mm-hmm. which is only a few hours away, apparently. Okay. And also the uh, 2021 double stabbing, with, which resulted in one death in Salem, Oregon. We won't get into those, but they share such similarities Mm -hmm. with what happened in Idaho, but there does not appear to be any type of evidence to support these cases are related in any way. Mm -hmm. Um, But the same type of knife was used, I think. Again, I didn't really dive into that. I should have. Okay. Okay. This is where a trigger warning is going to come up for animal abuse. If you want to skip this, go ahead. But there is a claim that a dog was skinned in Moscow, three miles, I think, from this house, a couple weeks before. A couple had a dog named Buddy. He was a mini Australian shepherd. He was filleted and skinned on October 21st. The owners of the dog said that they let the dog out and when they found him he only had fur left on his legs and face they said and i quote it was like a deer that someone had hunted they cut him around the neck and just skinned him his little legs had fur and his little face had fur but the rest of him was just skinned the other side of him was as though they filleted him like they were about to eat him it was 
um, they cut him like you fillet a fish. We found the collar, but we didn't find the pelt. So this was just a couple weeks before what happened, but they don't think there's any any relation any relation or anything like that. But it's like if that is happening in this little town, and not little, but still small. Yeah, what is going on? Right. Like, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they say that this happened around, like, 2 a.m., so they think that whoever did this was, like, literally watching and waiting for them to let the dog out. Yeah. So creepy. Because, yeah, who's who? Who's out? Who's out just perusing around that would snatch a dog at that time of... And it's 12 years old. Well, excuse me. It's a 12-year-old as well. Hmm. For that, for someone to skin and fillet a dog weeks before a quadruple homicide, mm-hmm. detectives are also aware of a Moscow police incident of the report of deceased animals left on a resident's property. They think that this is another animal leaving dead animals on their porch, maybe not related to the murders. Hmm. It's wildlife activity. Hmm. You know, cats, they leave presents. So. I mean, yeah, but... And then also the other thing is um, there were rumors that the roommates were uh, tied and gagged. That was not accurate at all. That was false. That was a rumor. Stop listening to rumors. Just wait until the police come out with anything. Detectives are looking for context to the events and people involved in these murders. Information can be submitted to the tip line 208 883-7180 and then the email and their um, digital media fbi.gov forward slash Moscow Idaho we'll leave in the show notes also detectives are seeking all outside video like doorbell ring doorbells taken from 3am to 6am on Sunday November 13th from businesses residents within the geographical area listed that I'll list. <laughs> Detectives request all available available videos, whether there appears to be motion and content or not. So they are looking for anything on the West Taylor Avenue, West Palouse River Drive, if I said that wrong, I apologize, Highway 95 South to the 2700 block of Highway 95 South, and the Arboretum and Botanical Gardens, West Boundary. Additionally, detectives seek additional tips and video of any observed suspicious behavior on the night of November 12th into the early mornings of November 13th. While Kaylee and Madison were in the downtown Moscow, and Ethan and Zena were at the Sigma Chi house. Anyone who observes suspicious behavior near these areas or has video are asked to submit their tips. Have they released how many times each victim was stabbed? They have not. It, they just said they were all stabbed multiple times. So the it number and f- probably placement wasn't released. Okay. Correct. I'm not like rooting around for the morbid stuff. I'm just trying to figure, you know, if it was a well-placed stab on, you know, the boyfriend and then, you know, to like take him out immediately. You know what I mean? Like, right. So it doesn't cause a ruckus or um nope, there this were, whole one person thing is not it's not adding up sitting no um i did see 
photos, and I'm not sure if this is correct, if it was real, of the home where the blood was like coming through the foundation. Like on the second story, I believe it was, you mm-hmm. could see the blood dripping from inside. Mm-hmm. So that would make you think that there's definitely a not a pretty sight in there. That's why I'm very confused of how the other roommates were like, oh, it's they're passed out. They're not waking up. If they even like went to go check, they had to have seen that. If they were asleep, they're still in their bed. Yeah, I mean, the killer would have had a. Did they lock, lock the, the door every time they let, you know, assuming it's probably a push lock like on cheap doors or whatever but it's bizarre it is it makes you think and I've been thinking about this like every night before I go to bed I am reading about it I am looking at any update because it's like who did this who is so evil that they did this and then again it goes people are bringing up well Ted Bundy did this you know in a sorority house in Florida yeah. It wasn't isolated. It wasn't targeted. He just found a random house and he did it. He, did, yeah. did, he didn't kill everybody. Yeah. Right? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean. So my. Not my I have thing, a but one thing that I, is. Even if it was a push lock thing. Because who are the basement dwellers? Uh, sorry, it's just the roommates. Were they boys? No, they're all girls. They're all girls. So the house is all girls. It just happened to be. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ones Ethan was, was just staying. Okay. And he was a triplet, by the way. All three of them, of the triplets, were attending the University of Idaho. Huh. Um, so then, even more so, if they thought, I'm not accusing anyone in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying things in my head. If we rented a house together, and you wouldn't answer the your bedroom door, and it was locked... Assuming it was a push lock, because who has, like, a fucking key lock on their bedroom door? I'd get a bobby pin, and I'd fucking pop your lock to make sure if you were okay. Right. Now. I'm a girl. A, so bobby pins. B, I've popped locks before like that. I have two. So. Okay. So mine, you twist the lock, but you can still lock it on your way out. But it looks like, I wonder if you can, if you look at the lock on the outside, Uh it looks like a Phillips, not a Phillips screwdriver, well. A flathead. Uh-huh. You could, un- I don't know if you can unlock it that way. But that's just one of the m- biggest parts that really boggles my mind is, okay, they're not answering you, I'm assuming, is why. But why call all these people over? Like, oh my God, they're not answering. What do we do? I don't know if, if they thought, like, if, if I was, you know, 20-year-old me and I thought 20-year-old you was, like, maybe in peril from alcohol alcohol poisoning i might have been panicking and like call friends what do we do instead of get ashley in trouble because she's underage and i'm so glad you brought that up because that is also something that other people like on tiktok have said you know maybe they were drinking and they don't want to get them in trouble so that is but a thought the only thing is were those doors locked and that's why that they did that instead of Oh, they're not answering. Open the door. You see a bloody mess. Yeah, that that would. That's my only only thing I can think of. 
But of course, people react differently to different things. I know that. My first step would have been try the door. If it was locked, it would be, you know, if they haven't answered by calls or pounding on the door, then my next step personally would be try to pop the lock. Then maybe call friends because you also might not want to escalate it to like, holy shit, this is probably really bad. You probably want some sort of like hopefully reasonable minds like what else can we do? How can we get in there? Whatever. Right. I just thought of something else. So it was only one roommate they were trying to get. They thought they, bleh, that they thought was unconscious. Yeah, like why? Or did they, they, they like, like, hey, like up? maybe let's say they're on the second floor because that's where the kitchen was. Mm-hmm. Like they're trying to get Zayn up. They're like, oh, she's not answering. Well, maybe they didn't know Ethan came over and spent the night. True. Right. Like, well, what about Kaylee and Madison? Would they go then check on them and or just be like, oh, they're not. Why wouldn't they go to them? Instead of call people in that don't even live there. Exactly. Yeah. If I couldn't get three separate roommates to wake up and unlock their door, I'd probably skip the friend calls. I'd probably call the police first. Again, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I'm just saying. I'm also more. I'm not an adult by any means, but I'm more of a grown person than very petrified 20 year olds or whatever mm-hmm. are so now that's just my thinking but again if they had no idea that they were stabbed to death they wouldn't be in that big of a panic mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah who supposedly had a possible stalker Zaina? kaylee kaylee so upstairs okay hmm. she was beautiful they found Ethan and Zena both in her room? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess they had to. Otherwise, they would have seen someone out. Right. I was just thinking maybe Zena and Ethan might have heard something and he went to investigate and then, like, he got attacked if he was, nope. you know, if they were work, you know, so killing they somebody all upstairs. Four hmm. um, were attacked in their while they were sleeping. Well, okay, so Kaylee and, I'm sorry, there's just a lot of names that I hadn't heard yet. uh, Kaylee and, what's the other one upstairs? Madison. Madison. And they were best friends. They've been best friends since the fifth grade. Like, inseparable. Did everything together. And they were both trying to call Jack? Yes. So they got home around 145-ish. Well, that's when they left the food truck. Mm -hmm. Don't know how long it took to get from downtown to their house mm-hmm. um and then the last calls were made to jack around two fifty two a.m so you got about an hour but they got food so they're probably eating mm-hmm. well it's just like if they're both trying to call him they had to be together whether mm-hmm. it was outside inside in one bedroom or the other bedroom they had to be together because whatever i wonder if they were both since they were best friends probably slept in each other's beds constantly because you know best friends mm-hmm. um i wonder if they were in the same room too i'm not sure i don't know if they've released that but they're withholding a lot of information which mm-hmm. is upsetting a lot of people oh, yeah, but they but... need to realize that they are also investigating this mm-hmm. 
And sometimes you have to withhold information from the public Mm -hmm. so they can do their investigation. Mm -hmm. I know we want to know. We want to know what happened. We want to know who did this. We need to let them do their job. If there's any other updates, I will make sure to let you guys know Mm -hmm. um, via social media. But this has been on my mind. And if I didn't know if everyone knew what was going on, Sarah really didn't. So it's like, well, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do because... It's on a lot of people's minds. That's all anyone can think about, I feel like. Yeah, and since I hadn't listened to any Morbid yet today, since that was a fresh one, and I hadn't listened to that episode from, or that update thing from Murder With My Husband, because I just, I thought it was like an update of an old case, or like a cold case, and I was like, oh, I, I, I was in the mood for like a full episode, and I didn't realize what it was, so I didn't listen to it. And I, yeah, my head's been... So at work or so just asleep that uh, I had not heard about any of this. Well, uh, Murder With My Husband, they're from Idaho, Mm -hmm. aren't they? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe one of them went there, too. I could be wrong, but... Oh, I forgot about this, and I I should have written it down, but apparently there's been a couple psychics who have detailed who the person is, Um, where they work, and whatnot. But I feel like they've described... Anybody? Well, no. So there's... in the Like, it seems like they saw the video at the food truck. And maybe they haven't. I don't know. This, I mean, I believe in psychics to an extent. But something this public and whatnot, um, they're saying that he worked at some bagel place, which was two doors down from where Kaylee worked, I think, which I believe it... Zayna and someone else worked at a restaurant. I don't know if it was Kaylee. It could have been. And kind of described him. And it kind of described the person that was in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also saw that a couple days ago, maybe, two girls in Moscow were walking to their car from a friend's house. And there's a man in their front seat. Now, I don't know if this is true. Could just be made up whatnot. Mm-hmm. They're walking to their car. A guy was in their front seat, jumped out and started chasing them. And they started screaming and they ran away till their friends came out and it scared the guy away. Hmm. And how they described this man literally describes one of the men in the video at the food truck. Like he was overweight, white guy with a scruffy beard. And there is a guy in the food truck video who was standing there and he kind of kept looking over at Kaylee and Madison, but like. They left and he paid no attention because he was getting his food. Mm. So it's like, are they just trying to like make shit up to yeah. point the finger at somebody? But yeah, it just because just cause someone looks at someone even multiple times, I people watch. And if there's only like three people, I'm going to watch all of them because they're just right there. Especially if I'm drunk. Especially if they're drunk. Waiting for my food. I'm going to watch people. <laughs> well, Kaylee was like seeing, going and saying hi to someone, giving them a hug. Um, Madison, nope, excuse me, Madison was doing that. Kaylee got her, like, was, had her phone out. Like, she was making a video of Kaylee getting her food. Mm. No. Well, I'm, I'm all backed up on names. Flip-flopped. Madison went and said hi to someone, gave him a hug. And then it shows Kaylee taking a video of Madison when she was getting her food, um, as they were walking away, like, to post to social media. Mm -hmm. But... Their social medias are still up. Obviously, the other roommates went private. Yeah. And their, like, friends and stuff went private. But um, 
their Instagrams are still up, their TikToks are still up. Anyways, but that's all we know. That's all we know so far. There have been no really new updates besides the police trying to debunk rumors. Last one was about the dog. And then someone's like, well, get a pet psychic in because that dog saw who killed him. We're reaching at this point. But I hope they find something and... I mean, for the family. This family needs some closure. Not really even closure at this point. They just need... Justice. Justice. Because how do you... There's They'll never get closure. This is going to be forever mm-hmm. traumatic for them. But hmm. my heart goes out to all the friends and family of these four beautiful souls that were taken way too soon. If you guys hear of anything else, let me know. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be checking updates as often as I can. Yeah, I was going to say tweet at us, but I'm just really not... This is a fucking train wreck over there. I've been trying to stay away from Twitter. Train wreck. Yeah. Message on Instagram or Facebook or something. I mean, I'm not totally dismissing the Twitter, but like us, love us, rate us, comment us, message us. Comment us. If you want, but (laughs) you know. And again, if you want a free month trial of Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. It's on our website, hometownhomicide.com. 15% off our Etsy store. I'll make it run for another week. No code needed. I guess just remember that we want to tell stories to you and not about you, so stay safe. And this was Hometown Homicide. (laughs) 